Hey, Kev, it's time to record a new Smodcast. Fuck off. I'm listening to one of the other great shows on the Smodcast Podcast Network. Scott? There's so many to choose from. You damn skibby, there's so many to choose from. I'm on five every week myself, man. Uh, Hollywood Babylon on Monday, Smodcast with you on Tuesday, Jay and Silent Bob get old on Wednesday with Jay Muse, Fat Man on Batman every Thursday, and then I wrap up the week with Edumacation with Andy McElfrish. There's so many to choose from. Hell yeah, son, and those aren't the only podcasts. Those are just the ones I'm involved with. What about the podcasts of Smodco that don't feature me, man, like Tell Em Steve Dave? Last Week on Earth with Ben Glebe. I Sell Comics with Ming and Mike. There's so many to choose from. Hey man, there's also Film School Fridays or NetHeads or Get Up On This, Team Jack. There's so many to choose from. The Breaks, man. Waking from the American Dream. Bagged and Boarded. Phoebe. Soundbite Nation. These are all the shows you could be listening to over at Smodcast.com, Scott. There's so many to choose from. And if audio's not enough for you, man, if you're just like, no, I want the thick dick of video as well, man, we can go to our YouTube channel, which is C-Smod. Or you can watch Comic Book Men, our show on AMC, following The Walking Dead and The Talking Dead every Sunday. Sunday night. There's so many to choose from. That's right, Scott. There are so many to choose from. So get choosing, kids. Go to smodcast.com. Start getting picky, man. Stick these sweet, sweet oral sounds into your ear pussies. There's so many to choose from. You said that already. There's so many to choose from. You know by that all-familiar noise, it's bagged and boarded time. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? I'm Matt Cohen, and uh, you don't get to intro yourself yet, because that ain't how it works. What are you coughing for? You want a throat drop? You want a lozenge? Is it medicine? Uh, <laughs> what's going on, guys? I'm Matt Cohen. Welcome to Bagged and Boarded. And yes, I remember that I still have a podcast, and... Uh, I'm going to do it from time to time, meaning a lot more, but you've heard that before, so fuck it, who cares, let's just get to the podcast. Sean, who's coughing over there, my, guys, you know him, you love him, it's Sean DePasquale. Whoa, 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 what? His famous, his famous <laughs> intro. <laughs> We're getting that on t-shirt soon, <coughs> so get excited. Also, flip-flop jalopy. There you go, guys. Um, <laughs> You were begging for more bagged and boarded, and you got it. It's the gift that keeps on giving. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. What's going on, man? Hashtag blessed. What's going on? Hey, man. So, I have some exciting news. Tell me. I'm pregnant. Uh-oh. With ideas. Uh-oh. <laughs> Double uh-oh. Here we go. All right, hit me. I want to tell you about what I've been doing lately. Okay. <laughs> a really good friend of mine. <laughs> a really good friend of mine. You're talking to the microphone. <clears throat> a really good friend recently invited me to be part of a new project. Okay. We sit in a room together, this new friend of mine and I, for approximately 12 hours a day. Now, I should preface this with this new friend. He is not a real person. It is an imaginary being that I sit in my apartment with, and we create 
Get ready because it's exciting. Oh, I'm excited. Children's stories about cats. life. Lights. Life. Life, man. Cats and lights. Here Kidworks is a small company that I started. <laughs> Kidworks is a small company that I recently started. That's with a Z and a backwards R. That's intended to teach children how life works with a Z and a backwards R. Okay, I am a potential customer. I am a parent of a child. I have a small human that lives in my home and that I pay for. Is this small human a child or a little person? <laughs> uh, it is a child in this circumstance. These are all hypothetical, Sean. I, uh, that's I, why I'm asking. I don't have a hypothetically, kid or a little. Person. I'm just saying. Hy- okay. Hypothetically, is this this small thing that lives in your house? It is, is it a forty-three a year old human, man. Who is no, just... it is a human child okay. at the age of four. Okay. The kid, kid don't kid don't know anything about the world. I, that is I, our target audience. Okay, hold on, hold on, okay, hold okay. on. Hold very excited to plug Because people might go, bagged and boarded, this must be a podcast about comic books, this must be a podcast about something. No, you're completely wrong. Don't worry this about it. This is just about us hanging out. This, this is a podcast about two buddies hanging out, talking about their futures. plant your feet in the sand and hang on for the ride of your life. That's right, folks. The beach moves. It's on a track. Uh, I bring my child into KidWorks. Where is it located? It is on the corner. Pregnant pause. It is on the corner of Coanga and Melrose. Right here in Los Angeles. That, okay, that is, if, if you, I am in Los Angeles. I drive over to Coanga and Melrose. Mm-hmm. I don't take Melrose if it's, if it's no, during it's the day. No, it's a lot of traffic. I'll take, I'll take Willoughby and Double Back. Yep. Uh, but Coanga, so it goes through Vine. So Willoughby stops at where? Willoughby stops, I want to say at Melrose. You got to get on Melrose. I'm going to have to get on Coanga Melrose. Coanga stops right there. Uh, you got to get on Melrose. All right, well, now, fair enough. Right at that corner, okay. across the street from us, there is a tire place. They change your tires. They'll vulcanize your tires. Everything with tires. On the other side what of the is street, tire vulcanization. Tire vulcanization is a process by which they empty out your tire. Okay. Of all previous tires. This is a little stoner science for you. Yeah. They empty out your tire. Of all previous tire. Of all previous tire dirt. Okay. Vulcanization is a process by which I was asking what vulcanization was. A process by which they solidify. What about the dirt cleaning out? What was that? They have to clean the dirt out so that they can properly line it with vulcanation. Vulcanation. Nope, I don't like it. Listen, guys, if you know what vulcanization is, I'm here to talk about kids' work. If you know what vulcanization is, call in. We'll wait. We'll, We'll just wait. All right, no one's calling. Uh. Give it a minute. Across from the tire place is KidWorks. I walk in with my child. I see you behind the desk. Am I right? Let's role play this. Okay. <clears throat> well, first of all, we don't have a desk. We uh, we bought an abandoned Burger King. We hollowed it out, but we had to keep the structural integrity of it. So when you walk, I walk in, to the counter, I understand. I'm behind a counter. I understand. Okay. Now you can also drive up to the window. I don't want to do that. I'm it's walking large enough in. to fit Sean, a child through. I am. We are amidst amidst the role play right okay. now. You don't even You're realize up at the counter. it. I, hey, I'm here. I open the door. I walk in. Clump, 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 clump. I lean onto the counter. I see Sean. Hi. <clears throat> I adjust my hat. Sean is wearing a hat. I approach the counter in my kids' works outfit. Which is 
blue sweatpants and a blue sweatshirt and a yellow blazer with a blue sweatshirt over it blue sweatshirt over the blazer but over in the sense that it's crisscrossed around my shoulders kind of hangs off he's my going back, yachting like a cape okay okay my hat a boat a, a captain's hat on my head fair enough navy blue scene is painted <clears throat> hello please don't lean on my counter Oh, I'm sorry. I'm tired. We it's try been a to long keep, day. We try to keep them sanitary. We have lots of kids in here. You know, kids, they tend to put their hands down on things, put their hands in their mouth. They put their mouth down on things. You Do know. I know about it? That's why I brought this little guy here. All he ever does is put his hands in his mouth or kill oh. small hey, animals. Hey, little Billy. Is oh. that his name? No. Oh. Weird that you would assume that. Sorry about that, uh, uh, little guy. His name is Gertrude. He was oh. named after his grandmother. Hi there, Gertrude. How are you? Um, he likes Gertie because Gertrude is a woman's name. We know that. We just, re- I really, really like my wife's grandmother. What if I call him Gert the Dirt. What up, Gert Don't the like Dirt? It. Don't like it. Gert the Dirt. Don't like it. Okay. So basically, uh, little Gertie has, let's call them developmental issues. How old is he? He's four years old. And he's not worth shit. The kid fucking just naps all the time and watches animated cartoons and Japanime and reads nothing because he's four and he doesn't know how to read and he doesn't eat any of the food we give him and he doesn't understand concepts like death or ennui or existentialism or empathy. What do we do? What do I, what do, I do? So I looked up, I looked up, how do I change my child? And KidWorks came up. Yeah, KidWorks came up. You know why KidWorks came up? Because we are the only facility that is fully equipped to handle all of the numerous problems that you just mentioned. But at first, I have to say they were problems. I have to start by telling you first, sir, you're not alone. Did you know that one out of every three children has been diagnosed with kleptohepalomania? Kleptohepalomania is a very specific disease by oh, which I'm your child... with it. It's the condition in which a child acts like a child. Yes. It's ridiculous, yes. and it's petty, child, and it needs to stop. They don't listen. They want to get their own way all the time. They are not tired when it's time to take a nap. They don't want to go to sleep when it's bedtime. I'll tell you what. They, they can't, don't want to get up when they got to go to school. They can't vote. They can't operate heavy machinery. They can't get a job. I don't need them. They won't pay their way. Yeah, exactly. So you know, my, you know my plight. What can you do for me? Here's what we do at Kids Works. <clears throat> you bring your child in. You have him right here. I say to him, hey, little Gert. What's going on? What's the problem? Now, before he starts to talk, I look at dad. I say, hey, dad, you know what? This is a dad-free zone. Kids only. Dad takes a walk. I, now, don't, I don't like where this is you going, take but all a, right. You yeah. take a walk right sure. out of my store. Down you Melrose? You take a walk right out. You go. I wink at your son. I go, you go wherever you want to go because where we're going is a parent-free zone. And I say, you know what? I'm completely fine with this. Do I need to leave a deposit now or you do leave. any paperwork or no? Nope. You leave okay, I leave. me exactly $250. Okay. I take that money. That's your deposit. That ensures you that nothing happens to your child. I should let the know you did air quotes, uh, but which I wish they made a noise. Whatever. Go ahead. Now, once you're gone, I look at the kid and I say to the kid, what is your problem? Why must you act horrible all the time to the point where your own parent has brought you here and dropped you off and left you with a stranger where any number of horrible things could befall you? 
Now, the kid will normally start to tear up. He'll normally start to cry. He'll pout his stupid little kid Isn't lips. Is he exclusively boy, little boys? Oh, only little boys do we handle. We All only right. handle little boys. That's kind of Our weird. favorite thing is you bring in a little boy. Make him little. Make him a boy. Bring him to us. Those are the only prerequisites. Make him a bad kid. <laughs> we need you to bring us your bad boys. Your bad little boys. Bring us all your bad little boys. Bring them to KidWorks. Bring them to the, the place across from the tire shop on Kawanga and Kawanga Melrose, former Burger King, now KidWorks. You'll know us by the sign out front. Backwards R, spelled with a Z. Colorful letters, kind of looks like the Toys R Us logo. I say kind of because we've already hashed out all of our legal issues with the nice people at Toys R Us. I say nice again in air quotes because let's face it, it's not too nice to threaten to shut down someone's business where all you're trying to do is help a bunch of bad little boys. And let's face it, air quotes still need still don't have a noise, unfortunately. They don't. They need a noise. Guys, I am doing the ice bucket challenge, so air quotes have noises. <laughs> I challenge Sean. Oh! I challenge my dog. Oh! I challenge William Shatner. Hopefully we can get these quotes some noises. Okay. Listen, I know that a big part of your audience doesn't have children. This is probably not I think very that's an unfair them. assumption. I think that I I would say if I had to guess the average bagged and boarded listener, I would say between the ages of uh 16 and 65. Mm-hmm. They're retired. They live in Connecticut. That's it. I would say 90% Listen, of our listeners live in Connecticut. That's all I meant, was that people old. between the ages of 16 and 65, they don't have children that are of use to me over at KidWorks. They don't have any bad little boys. I need bad little boys. I don't need grown-ups. I don't need, I don't need misanthropic little uh, girls. I need bad little boys. Bring me the bad boys. With a Z. With a Z. There you go. All right. Well, that's what you've been up to. Uh, I've been up to some stuff. I, <laughs> you're looking at me like a real weirdo. I uh, I went to fucking Japan. You're you're a crazy person. Hey man, you know how you always dreamed of being David Frost. <laughs> you remember you yes, told me that one I, day. I did always dream of that. You're like, oh, he got to talk to Nixon. That lucky I, fucking I do. Bastard. I have always wanted to be. Here's your chance. I just went to Japan for almost three weeks. I'm back. Whoa. Interview me. Okay. Mic drop, but not a mic drop because I own these mics and I don't want to have to buy new ones. <laughs> Here we go. Wait. <clears throat> Fake mic Here drop. We Here we go. Interview. Ready? Ladies and gentlemen, everyone's favorite interviewer, Sean Pasquale, and his guest, the esteemed Matthew Jason Cohen. Nope. Not my name. Matthew Bartholomew Cohen. Nope. And I don't even think Bartholomew is a name. Matthew. Alvin. No. But let's just leave it with that. Matthew Alex. Alexander. Matthew Alexander Cohen. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I was waiting for Matthew Alvin Cohen, but he didn't come out. Listen, ladies and gentlemen. It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for coming. Oh, thank you for having me. from what I've been told backstage, you literally just got off the plane from Japan. Uh, It's been about two weeks, but depending on your definition of the word literally, sure. Fresh off the plane, first of all, how do you feel? I, Are you tired from the flight? Uh, Are you hungry? From two weeks ago? Fresh I, off the plane. Fr- oh, fresh off the plane, how do I feel? How do you feel? 
how did I literally feel? I felt very, very happy to be back in America. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here first. Fresh off the plane, he's happy to be back. Now, what was your favorite part of Japan Talk this like second time? Peoples. Um uh, it was different. It was a lot different than my first trip because my first trip was clearly my first trip, and I did a lot of sightseeing stuff. And I went all around. I was only there for like nine days my first time, and I went to Tokyo and Kyoto and Osaka and Kobe and like Mount Fuji, and I I went like all over. And a lot of my days were just spent traveling or like walking from sightseeing. Uh, excuse me, uh, tourist site to tourist site. Where is this trip? I kind of just hung out. Right, that's what I was going to say, is you, the last time, you you definitely were more touristy in that you stayed at different hotels and you kind of stayed, like, from place to place. This time you stayed, like, in an apartment. Yeah, I did Airbnb, which if, if anyone hasn't done Airbnb or doesn't know what it is, it's the most amazing thing ever. It's a website where people rent out their furnished apartments and it was super legit and amazing. And I had my own fucking apartment in Harajuku. Yeah, it's great. It, it was super sweet. I'll never stay in a hotel so again. You, so you did that. I had a fridge. You, you get a washer dryer and you get a fridge and you get a sense of like a home. Because hotels are nice in the sense that like you don't have to clean up and that it's everything. It's homely. Like just the whole trip. Homey. It's like, oh, you're at home and you're home good. Uh, yeah. More homey. Yeah. And yeah. you're comfortable as opposed to feeling like you're a tourist. Yeah, well, I mean, if you stay, if you if you're switching from hotel to hotel, you, there's just a, such a feeling of yeah, va- of being on vacation, right. and and whereas I had no like, if I wanted to go back to my apartment at four p.m. to hang out for a couple hours and watch a TV show or something, like right. I could, do you know what I mean? Whereas my last trip, every time I went back to the hotel, it felt like a defeat. So, what did you do with your time? Um, I did a lot of shopping. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, you bought a lot of toys. I bought a lot of toys. I bought a Super Famicom. I bought some old Super Famicom games. I bought a shitload of toys. I bought a lot of vintage T-shirts. Um, it was fun. I did. I did the whole otaku thing pretty good. I went back to the One Piece store. I can't say did they you remembered me. Get back to me. Tokyo Disney. Uh, I did not. <clears throat> Too touristy, man. I didn't do really? any tours. It was also. But you didn't go on any rides last time. I'm kind of disappointed. Uh, to be fair, it was 95 like, degrees oh yeah, and right. 98% humidity, so I wasn't going anywhere outside for a long time. That's no fun. It was. It made. Fair warning. I love Japan. I'll never go back there in the summer again. Only in the winter. For it you. was unbearable. Winter or springtime yeah. or or fall, like anything but the summer. All I'm, you have to do is call. I'm cool without. I'm cool with rain. I'm cool with it being cold. Uh, just the humidity was got kind of unbearable, and you you had to deal with it because there was a country of however many million people that deal with it every year. It was just fucked. You like, heard it here first, folks. Matt Cohen, snowman inside. At you. heart, he's a snowman. Thank you, yeah, man. Yeah, just like that true. one in the movie. So that's exciting, man. You did just a lot like of that shopping. famous snowman in that movie. Yeah, Michael Jack Frost. Snowman. Yeah, I like that. We both. Okay, Michael good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of yeah course. What other snowman movie is there? Yeah, there is none. Is there? Well, there's the horror Jack Frost. There movies, are two. But... There are two Jack Frost movies, and technically Frozen. I was making the joke about that. That oh. would be the popular snowman oh, movie. I, I, I was only thinking Cannibal the Musical. Has there ever been a live action snowman movie starring a snowman other than the one with Michael Keaton? Uh, yeah, the horror one we just talked about. But it. other than that, no, right? Uh, it's I don't time for another snowman movie. What can you do with it? They melt. That's your big thing. Yeah, they melt your heart. Need they because okay. they're adorable. What's the conflict in the snowman movie? I mean, what was the conflict in the Michael Keaton one? That he was that he was like a bad dad, and he had to like yeah, but know... he was dead. Yeah, so it was a, that was I don't know that that movie what is. What about in this one? If it's a dead kid, 
comes back as a snowman. Dead child comes back oh. as a snowman and helps a couple. You're working blue today, work man. Work through there. Yeah, man, it's bagged and boarded. Gloves are off. <laughs> um, no, I had a good this time. This is on HBO, right? And, uh, yeah, exactly. No stars, man. Um, uh, the biggest VIPs of this trip and the last trip, and you you might know them from this podcast, are uh, Johnny and Sean from Got Faded Japan. They Woo. really, without friends in Tokyo, I wouldn't have gone back to Tokyo for a second time if I didn't have friends there, you know? I went out with those guys like four nights a week. Um and there are plenty of like parties and concerts and like it, and we went to a baseball game and it, um it was just it, I I saw a glimpse of what my life would be like if I lived in Japan. Would you move there permanently? Never in a fucking eight trillion years. Would you ever move anywhere other than Los Angeles? Um, the circumstantially, yeah. Like I would certainly if I if I had it like that, I would certainly get like a second home in Japan. What about permanent? A permanent move other than L.A., where where would you go? Like, where would you want to be permanent? If you had to leave L.A. tomorrow, hypothetically, you have to get out. You have to go somewhere and settle down permanently. Um, where do I you would go? go back to Vermont. <clears throat> yeah? Yeah, I like Vermont. It's okay. really nice up there, and the people are super chill. You just hang out in Vermont, do your thing. Yeah, and then, I mean, if, if I didn't have a career that, that was dependent on me being in Los Angeles. Los Angeles career? You know what I mean? Like, I, I yeah, Vermont's a nice place to live. I wouldn't live in New York City again. What? I, I like quiet and grass and stuff. Like, even even being in Tokyo for for that long, like, the few days I got out of Tokyo and went to the suburbs or, like, went, went to the beach. No, I don't want to... I don't know that I really want to live in a city city right. ever again. Portland? I've never been. Have you? No. Um, no, I just no. hear it's nice. I saw a TV my show about thing it is, once. My thing is forest, dude. Farts? Forests. Oh, I have a list, forests. so it's hard for me to say that. <laughs> forest. Forests? Far plural of forests. forests. Yeah, there you go. Um, all those words with the STS are tough. Well, first of all, for, not far. F-O-R. Forest. 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 I'm from New York. I go, forest. Forest. Give so, me some forest. Forest Hills. Yeah, forest, not forest. It's a forest. Okay, Forest Gump. Forest Gump. All right, fair enough. Whatever, Forrest man. Gump, in fairness. You're not fucking from here. Um, <laughs> here being my apartment. Your apartment. You're not from my apartment. I'm not from here. Um, why wouldn't I live in? I'll give you the things. Top five reasons not to live in Japan. No, I'll give you the. I'll give you the top 100 reasons. No, I will give you the things Japan does better than, in my opinion, Japanese society. No, does I want to know the things keeping you out of Japan. Like you love that place. You've been back twice. What's keeping the permanent move from happening? Um, okay, in no ranking order. Yep. One, they're marijuana policy okay they're against it they'll kill you for it there is none they'll kill you like there's no you don't smoke weed in japan yeah so like i I, that's a problem though and though i struggle with like like pot not abstinence but like i certainly would like to cut down my weed usage i've never smoked before so (laughs) uh i didn't mean to laugh i'm sorry i I didn't mean to to laugh at you i've never smoked it's cool man i understand um I don't get it's it. It's not for everyone. I don't get what you're thinking. It's not it for is. everyone. But uh, so that first and foremost, like being, able, especially living where I live in California, like the ability to smoke weed. I mean, yeah, and it costs you money. Pass the bong? What? What? Did I miss my bong? No, I said that you passed the bong. Oh, I want to try it. <laughs> you first <laughs> time. You've been talking about it so much. It's a whole reason you won't go to Japan. I figure I should give it a shot um, for the first time live on air. Number two, food. I lost seven pounds. <laughs> I, I literally lost. I lost seven pounds in two and a half weeks. Because it's all gross, right? It's not gross at all. It's all very fresh and very healthy. It's right, just right. I have food phobias and yeah, I don't eat seafood and Japanese food. Yeah, weird so, like, stuff. 
eating for me was a real issue. One day I met my I met uh, Sean and his family. We we're gonna go to the um, there was a Godzilla statue in a park. We were gonna go check out Gojira. Uh, and I was like, "Yo, guys, can we hold on?" That we were walking there, and I was like, "Guys, can we stop for a sec? And they were like, "Yeah, what's up?" And I was like, "This is weird, but I can't see out of my right eye." And they were like, "What do you mean?" And I was like, "I don't know. My vision got all blurry, and I think like I think I have like a really bad migraine or something. I need to go get like Tylenol or this." And they were like, "Well, yo." We're about to sit down and eat. We'll sit down and order and you go run and get Tylenol or whatever. By the time the fucking appetizers came and I put one piece of food in my mouth, I was back to normal. And I was like, oh shit, I was about to faint because of low blood sugar. You ate a lot of hamburgers. I lived off of cheeseburgers and ramen. Yeah. What do you eat here? That. So then why is that a reason not to go? You could just eat that here. You eat uh, no, it's just the option. Supermarket. I, I go to supermarket. I cook a lot. Right. And, and there's it, nothing in the supermarkets there? It's not that there's nothing in the supermarkets. I just don't trust it. Mm. You know what I mean? I don't know it. Like sure I didn't do McDonald's this time. I didn't do fast food this time, which I'm proud of myself because okay. my first trip I did. But yeah, like eating, I, I did not eat. It was a yeah. real big issue. There, it would get to a point in the day where I would, I would have to wander for an hour to find something I could eat. All right, I would well, get that's that an hungry. issue. Weed's an issue. Um, what else? Uh, you don't like the people. <laughs> I love the people. As mu- but but um, as much as I love the people and I love everything that they do, there is a real, and this is not a knock on them, obviously, because it's what they're all about, but there is a real emphasis on um, uh, the group as opposed to individuality. And, it, and it, a lot of them... It's not a place that stunts individuality, but it's certainly not a place that's conducive to it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, as a person who kind of, I don't, I don't want to say I, I live my life like an outsider, but someone who's always felt an outcast, not a, not an outcast, but a bit of a, a fucking misfit toy. You know what I mean? Yeah. They don't have misfit broken toy. They don't have that there. Like everyone, I mean, they do. But but ninety ninety nine percent of the population is, is so perfect. You couldn't join the Japanese punk scene. <laughs> I could. You should. I could easily. The, there the are motorcycle se- punk scene. There are scenes there, but it's j- but they're 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 niche first and underground. Does that make sense? Well, yeah, but that's isn't that kind of what you want though to be like niche and underground? No, man. Like you be mainstream. Not me. Ma- not no. There, but they don't have a mainstream. It, it's strange. It's um the. That place is the most culture-filled place on the planet, except for culture from the last fifty years, right. because they don't have it. They, right. It's just Western culture, so it's it's a it's a very consumerist place. Everything is very plastic and very everything is Western labels, and and you know what I mean. There's yeah. gaps and H and M's and Top Shops and Outback Steakhouses everywhere, and and that's the thing I kind of don't dig about it. You know what I mean? The uncanny valley. What does that mean? I don't know. It was a term I heard once. It seemed appropriate. Oh, okay. Sure. The uncanny valley. I liked it better the second time, yeah. Of Japan. Yeah. I mean, dude. Um, a place so uncanny, so valley-like, that even Matt Cohen, even the great Matt Cohen, doesn't quite feel at home there. It's just it's tragic it's, story. It's folks. a grind, man. It's why I didn't feel at home in New York City either, to be honest. Yep. Like, it, it, L.A., though. There's no grind. I mean, there is, but but do you know what I mean by that? But you're high above it in your impenetrable tower. In Tokyo and New York, you can feel the city moving around you. You can uh-huh. feel, like, people are going to work, people are coming home. It's it's In L.A., you can make your own life in your own hours and not have to see other human beings. 
Yes. Well, you know and I mean? LA has no real, like, even our rush hour is sort of just the whole day. Is There's no hour. real rhythm and flow yeah. to it. So whereas in New York and Tokyo, it was just, it, you, the, city, the city you went to sleep. Right. But New York's a city that never sleeps. And it doesn't really, to be fair. It never sleeps. But I'm being honest now. If if you want to talk like a normal human for a minute. Do it without being New York is a city that never sleeps. (laughs) It never stops. So it's not like that city shuts down at night. No, it never. New York never stops. Right. Tokyo definitely stops. Right. Certain parts of town don't, like the drinking areas, but the rest of it's like fucking... Like go clockwork, ghost town at legend. Like, well, it's when the train, the trains, public transport. At, no one there has cars. Everyone there is dependent on the public transport, and that stops running at midnight. So at midnight, done. you're done. Done. Ghost. Anyone who's out is out until five a.m. Mm. Or they're taking when the, the trains start back. Or they're taking a super. Wow. And that, th- this time I didn't see it last time, but this time on my last day, I was I happened to be up at like four thirty, and I was like, man, I want to come home. I was leaving at like noon, and I need to buy a ticket to get to the airport, and I was like. Fuck! I want to make sure I get my ticket. I want to like I want me leaving to be settled, because God forbid, like I have a problem getting out of this fucking country. So I walked to the train station at five a.m. to right. buy my ticket as soon as it opened up. Yeah, and it was the first time I ever saw the return of the drunks, and it was amazing. Like an influx. There were like a hundred kids yeah. lined up outside at five a.m. who had been like out on Do the streets all Uber? night. Not really. They're not really. They have cabs. Come. Eight o'clock at night, the only cars in the street are cabs. It's the most cabs I've ever seen in my life. Like every car is a cab in Tokyo. But there's not a lot of cars on the street, like like during normal hours. There, the, the, there are, but not like it's like Manhattan. I never, I don't right. know anyone in Manhattan who owns a car unless they live on like the Upper West Side and right. like a fucking fancy building with like an underground garage or something. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So most of the cars in the street are either business related or cabs. Um. So yeah, LA. It's not, and it's not like LA is rocking twenty four hours. No, a day everything either. stops at two. But it, it kind of doesn't. Well, it depends on. Does that make sense? It depends who you're with, to be honest. In LA, if you're just going out, everything shuts down at two. If you're going back to someone's house or doing something like that, then you know your night can go on and on. But like LA is very much. I mean, it was. I'm from Florida, and like. Sh- bars are just always open in Florida like or there's like an after hours club like I was so when I first came out here and like 1 30 everyone was like all right last round good night like and the lights were on I was like oh that's it and then you know there's nowhere to go until you meet people that like have houses and will be up doing shit all night you know yeah I guess so it's also just the variety and and then that might be a, a, a unfair statement because Tokyo is like the most random and massive and like the most bars and restaurants per any city in the world but it just feels like the variety of nightlife is a lot I don't drink right so that's a big and that's another too. big reason yeah, for me living in Japan is that they all drink all the time yeah. like I can't fucking hang past yeah, one you don't beer drink like that. there are nightlife options in LA and there's for- no weed so you can't even get high and then go out and hang out with there are drunks. but even removing that like I don't go to bars in LA ever no ever you, no me neither I don't go to clubs we don't either really drink. but I go out all the time yeah because there there are options in LA for people who don't drink at night Whereas in Tokyo, there isn't that, except for arcades. So I spent most of my nights in arcades till they would close, and then I would go out and get, like, a drink. Do they have, um, like, new games or old games or, like, a mix? Uh, New games. All new games. That's cool. Are they, like, fighting games mostly? Uh, No. They're they're all different, but, like, 
I found a sweet spot on a Tekken tournament tag too, fucking machine. Where like they're all linked up to actual players in other arcades around Japan. Cool. So you don't play a computer, cool. you're playing someone. Yeah. I won like ten rounds in a row and I went like, Oh, wait a minute. Have I always assumed that Japanese people are better at video games than me? Racist. Racistly? Yeah. And I wound up I fucking went to town, yo. Eddie Gordo, that fucking capoeira shit, man. Were you not a Tekken fan? Nah. Okay. Um. Yeah, I did. I did really good at Tekken, and like to a point where I was like suspicious of what was happening, of what was going on, why you're doing so well. Yeah, I'm not that good in American arcades, but like, am I better at fighting games than Japanese kids? Are you good? Um, like, do you have it like on Xbox or something? Have you ever played it? PlayStation. Yeah, I've always had Tekken. Do you get your ass kicked when you play? No, it's just a button masher. I don't know what I'm doing. Apparently, I'm just better at mashing Mashing buttons. buttons. Yeah. It was like it, I was shocked. I was expecting you don't you win walk, anything for it, though, right? No, you walk into an arcade, and the, and the bottom floor of this arcade was only Tekken and Street Fighter. So there's like a hundred Japanese kids, all smoking cigarettes, all looking super fucking serious and like hardcore, playing the shit out of these. And machines. I was like, oh my god, I'm fucked. Like right. I can't sit down on one of these machines. Yeah, yeah. And then I won like fucking eleven games in a row or whatever, and I was like, every time. Were, were you were you playing by yourself, or were there other kids coming up next to you, like watching playing? Against you? There, no, by myself, against other people in the arcade. Like somewhere else in the arcade. Or, in, yeah, in the actual arcade. But it's never like in, like here, like it's one screen with two controllers no, and you're like it's fighting remote. It's like a LAN party. That's so cool. it's a remote link. So what I would do is I would look around the arcade for dudes who would get upset when I would win to try to see who I was playing. But they 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 have poker faces like motherfuckers there. Like, and Racist. that's kind of the whole culture in Racist. general. Is that like every time I would win, I would like fucking slam on the tech machine and be like they would get very yes. upset and they they wouldn't look at me i was the only one reacting or like during heart when i would get like a great combo i'd be like yeah you know what i yeah, mean yeah 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 um the other most interesting story along those lines is i went to a pro wrestling show mm. in tokyo what was that like like a different fucking world bro we're recording this about Oh, SummerSlam's on. We're, SummerSlam is on We're right missing now. SummerSlam to bring this so podcast fuck you guys. To you. No, but uh, I'm a big pro wrestling fan, and I've only ever it's a been... It's there's no technology where you can record the SummerSlam and go back and watch I've only it. ever been to two, two WWF shows in my life and, like, a couple indies. So I haven't been to a lot of pro wrestling. I went to the SmackDown where Draws got paralyzed, and I went to SummerSlam last year. This is the first Japanese show you ever went to. Oh, my. Yeah, how would I? I've never... Well, yeah. the last time you went. No, I no, wasn't no into... I, I, I was into wrestling, but I didn't even think about it. Okay. Do you know so what So what I mean? was it like? What's the experience like? All right. This is kind of wrestling-centric, so if you guys are wrestling fans, it might appeal to you. If not, try to hang in there. Uh, yeah, we'll go back to KidWorks. Okay. Minute. Don't worry. Oh, God, no. Uh... Um, <laughs> All those bad little boys. All those bad little boys. That saved that shit, by the way. Now, now that's my favorite. It's great. Yeah, oh, it went great. Um, American wrestling does not have a name. It is just pro wrestling, right? And it is typified by the WWF. And uh, the style has changed over the years, but the current product is very, very specific to... American wrestling and WWF to be honest and kind of TNA like Ring of Honor and PWG and right. all the indies if you watch those shows they're they're a lot more technical than WWF shows there's a lot less like rest holds and like brawling right because it's not really wrestling right right like the, the it's the, more wrestling less spectacle sure. less entertainment the only mm-hmm. thing that's really completely fake in wrestling are punches and kicks right 
So in the Japanese stuff, it's all punches and kicks. And they're real. So they're just punching the shit out okay. of each other. So Japanese wrestling is called Strong Style. Right. Um, it would If you have only watched WWF, it would be the most boring thing you've ever seen in your entire fucking life. Let me describe my experience. So I've seen Strong Style on like YouTube and stuff, and I used to right, watch WCW, right. so I kind of knew what I was getting in for. Also, I went to go see a promotion called DDT, Dramatic Dream Team, which is the comedy promotion. Okay. The, the reason I know them is because they have a couple viral videos on YouTube for insane stuff. They've got a eight-year-old girl wrestler. They've got a blow-up doll wrestler. Okay. So someone fights himself with a blow-up doll. Sure. And they do really funny stuff. So I went to go see them. Was it funny? I don't know. It was in Japanese. Right, but was there like a little girl there? Did she punch anybody? The little girl and the blow-up doll weren't there, but I'll I'll get to it. So I go to Karakuen Hall, which is like a very, very famous Japanese wrestling venue. Probably the second most famous after Budokan, which is where like Ali fought fucking Antonio Noki and shit. Right. Okay. Uh, I pay my fucking, I think it was like 30 bucks, 40 bucks, and I walk in to a high school gym. Like a 2,000-seater. But it was But wood-paneled. It was yeah. a high school fucking gym, and yeah. it was, fuck you, not impressive. It was the coolest thing of all fucking time. Yeah? Yeah, man, because, yeah, like I want to see wrestling in the most intimate environment possible. Do you know what I mean? Okay. So I was super excited right off the bat. Guys, guys. People come- are cheering, going crazy. No. <laughs> No, 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 no. Dead no. silence. Let me, let me stop you. Okay. So I sit down in my seat. They show some promo videos. And okay, the wrestling's starting. And I'm waiting for people to get excited. I'm waiting for people to get excited. And the first match starts. And silence. Like literally, not a single person out of two, th- as a sold out crowd, 2,000 people, not a single person is making any noise whatsoever. Now, I went to a baseball game. And it was like going to, it was more than going to an American baseball game. No one ever shut the fuck up. People chanted the entire time. Every single batter on the home team had his own chant. But at wrestling, silence. silence. And Max Landis, who will be a future, uh, I forgot what podcast we were on, will be a future guest on this show too and has been a guest in the yeah. past. Yeah, um, future and past friend of the show, Max Landis. Uh, says, yeah, man, it's like theater there. And it's the truth. That's what it's like. So basically, here's Everyone's how, like super quiet and respectful. Here's how Strong performers. Style works. Um, two guys go into the ring. They lock hands. Every single grapple starts with a finger lock. Right. Every single one. Right. So they come out, they shake hands first, which they don't do in America, and they finger lock. And they do super technical reversals and arm grabs and, and, and all technical stuff, right? And you'll hear silence throughout all of that. And finally, someone will get a suplex or a DDT or an actual wrestling move. And every time a wrestling move happens... This happens in the crowd. That's it. That's the only noise you ever get during Japanese wrestling shows, other than one other thing I noticed. (laughs) Women in the audience are allowed to chant. And I mean allowed in the sense that they do it. Right. But there's no rules about not making noise. Whatever sidely acceptable. So let's say the I was watching a match, it was a guy named Kenny versus a guy named um, Hiroki. Uh silence. Move. Kenny. Hiroki. <laughs> Hiroki son. Kenny. Hiroki. All they say is it's only like women names. only yeah. women and all they say is their names. Hiroki. So by the end of this three hour show of silence, Kenny. 
uh, this guy Kenny Omega was wrestling, who's a white dude, who actually helped me like get information about the tickets, and is a super cool guy and all that fun stuff. So by the time he was on, I was like, "Fuck this!" So I was like, "Let's go, Kenny!" And two thousand Japanese people fucking looked at me with the dirtiest uh-huh. look I've ever seen in my life. It was amazing. So I didn't stop. I just made noise. <laughs> I went, "This is awesome!" I was you were doing at WWE my own WWF chance. show. Yeah, yes. that's cool. Because I was like, "Fuck this, man!" That's cool, man. And I know they all watch WWF. Okay, so in terms of comedy stuff... The World Wildlife Federation? They didn't have a blow-up doll. They didn't have a little girl. But the main, from what I can gather, from what I can gather from not understanding Japanese, the main bad guy in their Federation's gimmick is that he's gay. And that um, he's the head of his stable. And the way you... Every guy in the stable had to kiss his ass after the match. His butt? His actual butt. Like, he took his pants down. And then he grabbed the guy they beat... And threw him to the ground oh, no. and held his arms down Uh-oh. and st- tried to mount him. Like, started kissing him on the mouth and then flipped him over and tried to pull his pants down. Like, they, they have a ba- gay bad guy who tries to fuck guys in the ring. <laughs> I was like, I was looking wow. around at all these old Japanese ladies like, what is happening? And they were all straight faced like this was the most normal thing in the world. That's the kind of promotion. It was the craziest thing I've ever seen in my fucking life. <laughs> they had a guy whose gimmick was that he gay raped people. Wow. Step it up, WWE. Where's the gay rape character? Oh, God. Um, it was super funny. And, and to be fair, like, because it was strong style, like, yeah, there were no fucking pile drivers and there were no, there were no choke slams. But, like, I saw a super kick where I swear to God this guy's head almost got fucking taken off. Like, just the kicks because they land... They're yeah, so, they're fucked. They're worse people. than chair shots. Like it's the most brutal That's thing. That's crazy. It's 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 unnerving. Yeah, I don't nah, know. It was I super. It was super cool, dude. And like they're a country obsessed with wrestling. I went to two different wrestling themed bars while I were there, and watched like Raw and like because they don't speak English, but they all know CM Punk and Daniel Bryan and like yes, yes, yes. Do so they I, do that? Yeah, I was having conversations with That's people cool. through catchphrases and stuff. That's cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so wrestling was super fun. Uh, shopping was fun. I'll give a shout out to. I spent like 60, 70% of my nights in Japan ended at this place. So, um, Shinjuku is like the Times Square of Tokyo. Okay. And in Shinjuku, there is an area called Kabuki Cho, which is like the red light district. Uh-huh. And in Kabuki Cho, there's an area called Golden Guy, which is four blocks long. Four one-block streets next to each other, okay. and on those four blocks are 600 bars, mm-hmm. and each bar only has three seats in it. They're, they're the size of a closet, these right. bars. They're the tiniest bars ever, and everyone is themed. One of them is a jazz bar. One of them is a wrestling bar, right? Uh, if you ever go to Tokyo, you have to t- bring yourself to a little place called Deathmatch in Hell. Now, Deathmatch in Hell is a horror movie slash heavy metal themed bar. That's cool. Now, the owner is a guy named Go. Yep. Who I will out, uh, though I don't think he smokes pot in Japan, is the only Japanese stoner I've ever met. Like, he had on a Wayne's World hat, and he had Kevin Smith movies all over the bar. I just got a message. He was immediately killed (laughs) upon you saying that Go was (laughs) just executed for. I don't know that Go smokes weed, but if I've ever seen, like, if I've ever seen a stoner without smoking weed, it was this guy. Like, I immediately felt at home. He had tattoos, and he had fucking. He has every Kevin movie in Japanese, like, on the walls. He's obsessed with American comedies, and hair metal and like 
knows everything about every movie ever made. Someone, um, there was a white kid in the bar, and he was like, hey, man, you're going to see Expendables? And Go, who doesn't speak great English, says, Wesley Snipes. And then he makes a handcuff motion with his hands. Yeah, man. Like, even over there... They know that Wesley Snipes was arrested for tax evasion. Or he does. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, that guy does. It's... Like American comedy does well. Look, he loves Monty Python and Kevin. A horror movie. I mean, so I would spend most of my nights uh, at this bar drinking beer and watching like Army of Darkness. Sounds fun. And like a lot of white people come in because I guess it's highly rated on TripAdvisor. So I met the drummer from the Flaming Lips one night, and one night I met this kid from a Canadian TV show, and it was a real cool mix of people. Uh, Yeah, it was Drake. It was Drake. No, it was actually a kid from in the same season on Degrassi as as Drake. Um. So yeah, it's my favorite bar in the world. I'm not even a big drinker, and like I, I, I had to fake it every night. But you go there and you hang out with Go. Yeah, and I would have like a couple beers in the course of like four sure. hours, but mostly I would just talk about movies with Go and not smoke weed and not smoke weed. Yeah, because you can't do that; you'll be executed uh, immediately. Executed or expedited, one or the other, or uh, excommunicated or excrement. There you go. Not even a thing. You suck. You're the worst. Um, <laughs> what happened to all my other co-hosts? Uh, they left you. They did leave me. They're they dead now. You. Oh, they're dead now. They're you're all here? dead now. They're all dead. Um, that's what happens. We're going to solve the mystery of the dead co-hosts one, one of these days. One day. Ruby Roo? Uh, so yeah, Deathmatch in Hell is my favorite uh, bar in the you world. Know, Check it out. They should have more themed bars here. I agree. Why don't they have that? Wholeheartedly. Like, why Here's don't they why. have like that? Here's Let's why. start one. And now I've been saying a lot of reasons I wouldn't live. Bag and bar. Here's a, reason, a lot of reasons I wouldn't live in Japan. Here is the number one reason I would. Themed bars. No. I'm a writer. I'm a podcaster. I'm a comedian. But above all else, I'm a fan of shit. Mm-hmm. That my, my life is dictated by stuff. my fandom. Yeah. That is a country of fans. Yeah, yeah. That is why there is a wrestling <laughs> bar and a one-piece bar and a... Because they're, they're, they embrace that fandom over there where we don't right. hear. We need that. I would go to theme bars every fucking day, dude. Do you remember the Marvel restaurant? Uh, I don't remember it because I never went to it, but I think you have a story about that. I went there. It was awesome. It was basically... Expound on yeah, that. It was basically... It was Planet Hollywood... Like, as if you lived in the Marvel Universe. So, like, you walked in, and there was, like, Iron Man armor in a case, and, like, Captain America's shield on the wall, and everything was, like, Marvel-themed. And Let's you rock order, the list, like, right? French fries. Planet Hollywood. Nah. Yeah, no good. Never good. Nah, it was, And I went to them. Give me two. Uh, there was the one Hard in Manhattan rock. that had Worse. the... It had the Sylvester Stallone naked demolition man body in a block of ice. Yep. Okay, Hard Rock, I collected the pins for a while. Horrible. I, I collected the pins. I was all about Hard really? Rock. Uh, never the food. My favorite was Jekyll and Hyde. I don't know if you know I that. I know Jekyll and Hyde in New, New York, York City. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. a horror-themed one. That place was cool. And I've been there as recent WWF as... WWF Bar, did you ever go there? Never went to... I, I never went to uh, the World Cafe, I believe it was called. Uh, yeah, I never went there. Um, I went to the, the Marvel one. Planet Hollywood, uh, Hard Rock... Uh, Rainforest Cafe. Uh, yep, went there. Rock that shit. Many times. Uh, All-Star Cafe. Went there many times. Wilt Chamberlain's. Did you ever go there? They nope. Have those? They had those they in Florida. Those. Wilt Chamberlain opened a uh, line of arcades, basically. Uh, Fashion Cafe. Never went to, but I'm I don't familiar. Know that, that was, uh, it was like Naomi Campbell, Kate Moss. Oh, there were like runways and oh. stuff. It was a fashion model thing. Oh, theme. I love that. But within like a month or two, people were like, you know, fashion models aren't exactly known for eating. Yeah, that's, that's true. Probably a bad idea for a theme restaurant. Good point. 
Um, yeah, nope. They're gone now, dude. They yeah, used to be it's everywhere. It's a thing of the past. It was, it's a big thing of the past. And it's a bummer because I find out about a lot of ones <clears throat> that seems, I never went to. It that seems I want like to. it switched over now. I mean, because a lot of these places were built around theme parks or like, you know, touristy areas. And now the new thing seems to be like Wolfgang Pucks and like that Food Channel guy. Like, it's all like. Named after TV like celebrity celebrity chefs now, you know. Emerald's got a restaurant, you know. Um, w- w- guy, f- guy, f- that's the guy you f- named Fafari. before, Guy Fieri. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's the new thing. I- exclusive no to like, like New York, Dallas, and Vegas, and LA. Where who name a single celebrity Walk. who has one? Wolfgang Pucks, and also there's an uh, the Emerald restaurant. Is oh, is there? I think so. Oh, yeah. City Walk. See, I don't, I don't fucking go to City Walk. But that's my point, though, is they're all built... Well, the Marvel restaurant... Yes, City Walk would have had a Planet Hollywood. The Marvel restaurant was where... uh, What's that restaurant with the... With the bull outside? What the fuck are you talking about? The Mechanical Bull. What is that restaurant? Oh, Saddle Ranch. Saddle Ranch. That that was where the Marvel restaurant was. The bull outside. No, the bull. Okay. The, the mechanical bull. Yeah, that was where Marvel was. Oh, it was. was in City Walk? It wasn't in the park? No, it was in City Walk. Like, well, Disney, downtown Disney still has a Rainforest Cafe. Yeah. Which is one of like six left in the country, I think, yep. or something. Yep. Um, there used to be one in the Sawgrass Mills Mall, but it, There was one in now. the Source Mall in Huntington, New York. Yeah. And I used to... You know where th- I always wanted to go? You hit me. The Mall of America Mall. That has like a theme <laughs> the park. The Mall of in, America? Yeah, that has like a theme park inside. It's got a Snoopy theme park. And, yeah. I want to go there one Just time. Just for the theme park. Yeah. Yeah, but it's, it's not a great and theme for the park. Mall. And then you're in a mall. The big, but it's a big mall. Who cares? Also, Mall Cop up, Show was on that, was uh, filmed there. I grew up, uh, the second biggest mall in the country is in Long Island. It's called Roosevelt Field. And What's that like? Fucked. Yeah. It's just big. Like, I don't like mall. You like malls? Not really. Yeah, malls suck. But I would go to the world's biggest mall. I, I wouldn't go to a thing just because it's the world's biggest of a thing I don't like. What about yarn? World's biggest ball of yarn. I wouldn't go to the world's biggest church. I wouldn't go to the world's biggest fucking... Uh, I wouldn't what, go to the world's biggest church. Let's think of world's biggest stuff that you would go to. I would go to world's biggest pretty much anything. Would I'm you? Yeah. Are you into that? I'm into weird... I don't like roadside attractions. We were talking about this the other day. Yeah. Part of my trip, when I drove from Florida to LA six years ago, like I went out of my way the to diaspora. get a book of every roadside attraction in Florida and like I stopped at a bunch of them. I'm I like I like like Americana like that. I don't like Americana. I'm interested in it. <laughs> it's real dumb. You don't? No, I don't like roadside attractions like I'm that. I'm interested in in that aspect of I'm more of weird. a nature guy. So when I drove cross country I did like a, I did like nine national parks. Yeah. That's I just want to, I just want to smoke bowls and like nah. look at mountains. Parks or parks. I want to smoke bowls and go into a place that's advertised for like forty five miles to see the thing, and then you get there and you and go inside sucks. and you pay like twenty dollars, and it's like this weird like aborted cow fetus in a jar. Yeah, I don't need that. I'm into it. I'm into it because you're like, who are the people that own this place? Carnies, like, what's man. going Fuck on? Yeah, carnies, weird gypsy carny people. I love put it. a curse on you, man, making it all thinner. I love it, thinner. Um, they take your face off. <laughs> they take your face they go, off. They take your face off. What's that from? Thinner. Fa- the face off line is in thinner. Well, no. Thinner. Were you mashing up thinner, thinner is from thinner and face off? off is from face. Okay, good. I was yeah. like, is there a movie I was where mashing the two of both of those happen? No, I was mashing up because she goes, she goes thinner, and she like rubs her hand. And Nicholas like, Cage goes face, goes face off. All right, fair enough. Yeah. Nicholas Cage, man, big part of today. That's the second time we brought him up. 
also in a different <laughs> context. Wow, bro. You mean just in normal I'm life and conversation? Life, it's, just, it's, two, it's the most times that I've talked about Nicholas. Maybe Cage you shouldn't day. have tried weed for the first time today. <laughs> Yo, it's having an adverse it's effect pretty on great, you. you guys. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, vamp for a sec. Tell the people about weed. <clears throat> you guys, here's why weed's great. I don't know if you heard, but recently I opened a business called Kids Workers. <laughs> Kid Works is a place where you can bring your kids and we will work them over. Now, there are a few prerequisites for bringing your children. Number one, they got to be young. Number two, they got to be bad. Number three, they got to be little. And number four, they got to be boys. We want young, little, bad boys. Bring them at us. Stack them up. 10 miles high. Where can people find this? 30 miles deep on the corner of Coanga and Melrose across from the tire store. Which, by the way, I should say, because they've given us a little bit of a discount on our rent, is called Tires Plus. The tire store is your landlord from across the street? Yeah, they bought out the Burger King. Across the street? Across like the street. Ca- caddy corner? No, uh, like directly across. Like, so what does Caddy corner mean? Caddy corner is diagonal. diagonal. Yeah, no, we're, we're right across. Like, That's so a real term? Caddy corner. What could diagonal. that mean? Caddy corner. Why is it caddy? You know, because like it's a golf petty. course. What were you thinking? Like petty. I was thinking caddies. Like, no, like, like caddy shack. She's so caddy. Does that mean petty yeah. or like you know like bitchy? Well, a little of both. Petty, I feel like means like you're um you're uh, unresponsive. Hmm. How would you describe petty? Petty is if you are if I, you. Uh, 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 I would say petty. Ladies like, and gentlemen, if you know what petty <laughs> is, call in right now. We're live. One eight hundred. I think we got a call. Bagged and boarded. Wait, wait, I think we got a call. Ready? Okay. Hi. Oh. Uh, hi, caller. You're on Bagged and Boarded Live. Oh, wrong show. Oh, All right, well, fair enough. There, go, there goes our caller. Uh, we didn't even find out what show that that person had, was looking oh, for. God. I wish they would call back Midnight, tell us what Midnight shout for. out. I did that for like a year. A live call-in show. Yeah. On, on I'm sad show. you never had me on that. I don't think we were friendly. Well, no, it was on Saturday nights at 11 o'clock. I guess you don't have a life. What were you doing? Yeah. I was here with Matt should, Cruz. You should have called me up. I had to come over. I had to talk to the people. Look at how well the numbers have done yeah, for this show since you had me on. Yeah, we charted this we week. We charted this week. Which is weird for a show that doesn't put out episodes Listen, anymore. We don't put out episodes, but when we put them out, they what have... What is this we shit? They have me. They have... Nonsense. Yeah, guys, they're great. Here's the bagged and boarded difference. It's not even a real show anymore. It's not a real show. <laughs> bagged and boarded. We're not real. That's the secret, guys. You figured it out. It only took us five it's years to get show. here. First, it was me and Jesse talking about comics. Then it was me and Brendo. Then it was a celebrity interview show. Then it was me and Misty. And then Sean came in, and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just roll. Let's just roll and see what happens. And you get gems like Kids Works. You son of a bitch. You guys. You're ruining you're you ruining guys, my legacy. You guys. <laughs> go to iTunes. Leave a comment. Say what a great time you're having. Subscribe. Tell your friends. Bag and Boarded is back. It's better than ever. It's got humor. It's no, got pathos. No, we cannot promise that Bag and Boarded is back. We cannot promise that it's better than ever. That I can promise you. That it's better than ever? Every day of my life, I'm progressively a better person. So theoretically, every progressive episode is Am better I than the last one. Am I a better co-host than Misty? 
You're a fucking dick. I can't pick. That's Am like, I a better co-host than Brendo? I can, that's like picking one of your own children. Pick one of your own real, children. Sophie's Jesse, choice. Jesse was the best co-host. There you go, folks. And you heard never, it here first. He'll, he'll never do a podcast <laughs> again. Jesse was the best co-host. He was black. The rest of us are garbage. Is that why you're saying it? We had a good. We had. A, you're just saying it because we he's had like black? a buddy cop dynamic. That's racist. White guy, black guy. A <laughs> buddy cop dynamic. You were. Is that not what buddy cop movies are? <laughs> you were. Wait. <laughs> doesn't the buddy imply <laughs> you were Mel Gibson? <laughs> I was Mel Gibson to his Chris Tucker. You were... He was Eddie Murphy to your... Danny DeVito. To your... Corbin Judge Reinhold. Corbin Burnson. Uh, he was Charlie Sheen to your Corbin Burnson. We're you guys two were fucking a, acerbic Jews from the East Coast. Me and Brendo were too geeky. Me and Misty were too geeky. Jesse was like my polar opposite. Like it just it made it did well for podcasting to have one fucking high pitched Jew and one guy who was like, "Yeah, man, I don't know." You want me to be more black, man? He didn't even know <laughs> if he was black or not. Just be more into. That was Jesse's whole thing. Do you not remember? We didn't know what race he was, and he never found out. Oh, I've never listened to this. Show. Oh yeah, yeah, that was er- early Bagnum Border Archives for you. It's not racist. It's true. Go back and listen. Um. No, man, I just liked a guy who was like, yeah, I'm, nah, man, I don't know. I, like, every time I would, here's the one thing I will give every co-host past Jesse. Motherfucker could not do a role play. I'd be like, all right, we're a kid's world. Hey, sir, I'd like to come in and, uh, hey, what do you do here? He'd go, shit, man, uh, we like, yeah, man, we do stuff. We got, we got stuff. He wasn't, he wasn't really. He wasn't a role player. Improv trained, but good guy. All my, you know what? I love all my little co-hosts. Yeah. All you guys, you're the best. We're the bat friends. What do uh, you call brave us? and the bold. The brave and the bold. That's actually that's literally what I call you guys. I know. It's bagged and boarded. Brave, brave and the, the bold. bold. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I stole that from Batman. Uh huh. And DC Comics. And then when I had Smod Squad, it was the Smod Squad Blue Blazer regulars. Ooh, where did I steal that from? I don't know. Buckaroo Benzai. Oh, you don't know it? I know it, but not well enough to have pulled that quote. The Blue Blazer regulars were like the. <laughs> The dude, like the kid and his father who had the helicopter. Oh yeah, they were Blue Blazer regulars, <coughs> which That's meant right. they they were like part of the Buckaroo Banzai fan club, which meant you were a Blue Blazer regular, which meant like if Buckaroo ever needed your help. That's right, you could call. You him were him. suddenly like a fucking yeah. superhero. What's your favorite movie you've seen recently? Buckaroo Bands. <laughs> uh, the favorite, my Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm gonna go. Thanks for asking, I'm Sean. Gonna go you're with welcome, Sean. Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Okay, I'm gonna go with Guardians of the Galaxy. Why? Neither one of us is gonna go with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I didn't see it. Me neither. I refuse. I just don't have any interest. That's what I mean. I'm. You know, you said you refuse. Yeah, I refuse to see something that I don't have any interest. <laughs> Fair enough. I, w- I wish I had that much conviction. Dis- yeah. Yeah. It's pretty discerning. Thank I you. watch a lot of stuff I don't have interest in. Well, not me. Uh, what, 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 what's what's a that. recent example? Uh, uh, Rise of the Planet of the Apes. No, I, I had interest in that. Oh. I'm trying to think of movies I've watched that I don't have an interest in. Spider-Man 2? <coughs> really? I watched it. See, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't have an interest in it, I but no I watched interest. it. I didn't watch it. It didn't work out for me in the end, <laughs> but... It was a, certainly a thing. Uh, Guardians was the most fun that I've had in a movie in a long time. I loved, I loved the Apes movie. Loved it. 
but it wasn't fun. In fact, the Apes movie was the opposite of fun in that sad. sense. It was super sad. I didn't know who to root for. I what wanted the Apes to win. Know how to root for. I wanted the Apes to win, but I didn't want the humans to die because they're human, and you know, presumably they're not all bad. Like Guardians, I just had a really good time. It made me forget my troubles, which are numerous and plentiful. It made me smile. I bought the soundtrack. That makes me smile. Bought the Ape soundtrack. Did you? Not that many great songs. Did you buy the Ape soundtrack? Yeah, it's just the score. Nothing great on there. There's no tunes. Fair enough. You yeah, know, those no... apes weren't snapping their fingers, dancing around. It's, that movie doesn't open with, come and get your love. And the apes, like, jumping around the, the, the forest. Oh, my God. Come and get just, like, your love. Ape, Look at me. Ape, ape dancing. Yeah, like a whole, like, they're swinging around. And then, yeah, that doesn't open. Apes opens with, like, brutality and sadness. No, it doesn't. It opens fucking awesome. It opens with, like, them in the... Remember? Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, but it's fairly brutal. Yeah, but it's a fucking amazing opening. They've like developed society. What was your uh what was your what's coming out that you're excited about? Is there anything nothing. left? Nothing. There's nothing left, right? Summerwise, no. There are, yeah, I'm excited for Birdman. Okay. The Michael Keaton Alejandro Inarito film. Right? I don't know when. Yeah. Um I'm excited for Box Trolls because I like like his <laughs> I like like his track record. Okay. I'm being serious. I like I don't uh, the the trailer hasn't really done it. I like for Paranorman, me I like Coraline. Box Trolls hasn't... I'm down. I'll give it a shot. I like stop motion. You know what I mean? What else? Uh, I was excited for Let Be Cops, but uh, people <laughs> people are telling me not to be. Yeah, I haven't heard good things. Oh, I've heard only bad things. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's that a bummer. was a hit and a miss. I was excited. The trailer looked cool. Uh, I'm not really excited for much, man, honestly. No. Like, there's not much on the horizon. No. Not until you start to get into like next summer and like, or like Star. Movies. Well, not until you get into Star Wars and Star fucking Wars. Marvel movies. Yeah, like Marvel it's movies. all we care about anymore. It's all I care about. Um, they haven't made a movie that I care about that's not those things. The apes and the apes. That's it. There's only three things. When's that come out? The next apes? Oh fuck! I don't even know. Two years, three years. Oh, uh, uh, I mean that'll also be forever from now. But there's gonna be another uh, robots vs monsters. Pack rim. Yep. Pac Rim 2. Pac Rim 2. Buy your board shorts from us. Oh, that's Pac Sun. Oh, <laughs> so close. So dude. close. So close. Um, yeah. You know, we're just going to have to make our own movies, man. Sweet it up? No, I mean, like, actual, like, $100 million films. Like, we're going to have to get careers in Hollywood and, oh. then, and then go through the studio system and try to, like. I have an idea for a movie. Please. It's about a bad little boy. You wanted more bagged and boarded? You got it. Folks, you can follow me on Twitter at Cameltoad. You can follow me on Cameltoad at Sean Wright. Oh, no. Uh, check out this show. Check out all the other Smodco shows. And also, I've got a new podcast with this idiot uh, called The Wayback Pod. Oh, that- I'm on that. Yeah. We're, we're, we're a few eps in. You can find us on iTunes. It's pretty great. Under Wayback Pod or Cameltoad Productions or SoundCloud.com slash Cameltoad. <laughs> It is a nostalgia show wherein me and Sean have a guest who comes with a list of things they loved as a kid, and we just we just wax, we wax and weigh in about things in the past. It's pretty fun. So if you dig, if you dig bagged and boarded for some reason, uh, you're gonna really dig way back, which is by far a better podcast. I'm hey, I'm not saying that. It's produced better. It sounds better. We use I better not, microphones. I'm, we do use different microphones. That's so weird. <laughs> we record it. I'm, I'm super OCD. We guys. record that show in the Beverly Hills Harbor. 
Whereas this show, of course, is it's, recorded in a podcast bunker. In a podcast bunker, far beneath the earth. So two in one hand, three in the other, listen to my new podcast. And uh, other than that, I think I'm going to do more of these. This wasn't that bad. It was painless. I mean, some parts weren't exactly painless, but... It was the best podcast you've ever done. Thank you. Other than Wayback Pod. Hey, <laughs> I'll take it. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Matt Cohen. It's been bagged and boarded. It's been real. What? Bagged and boarded. Jesse, watch lots of movies, get mad ladies, smoke mad doobies, beg and board it, it's a way in life, tell your friends, tell your moms, tell your hoe, tell your wife, coming at you on a weekly basis, kicking up pod for your sexy faces, who's the two free geeks you want to bone, in the secret podcast bunker all alone, on the internet we be the top crooks, we got issues and we don't need funny books, homie Jimmy Moore and the dinos are chilling, me and JR, we got the top billing, sit down, relax, and yo, and take a seat, get ready for the top podcast, you all agree, others spit loud, but I can spit faster, I'm out. Cohen, I'm the Geek Master. I got everything you could possibly want in it. An hour of bus and a Brento minute. I'm a little laid back and he's making love my Could we just talking shit? Who said the show was viable? Walking in the door, smoking that Jimmy Moore. You're listening from Alabama, Bugger with a single for just two weeks, and that's the topic of discussion. Eddie's on the slopes, on the green, on nothing. Quick stop at night, turns storming like a typhoon. It's not right, it's wrong, it's taking lots of balls. It's been teaching every show, everyone celebrates. Cause we got comics, movies, and a little penetration. I regret every episode as soon as it's recorded. Cause I'm down to earth and matters out of orbit. We're not quite. Right, our thoughts are distorted. So now we present to you another bag of boarded. Bagged and boarded, 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 bagged and boarded. Yeah. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at smodcast.com. <laughs>